Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Rick Dayton Show is on the air, and we are delighted to have in the studio joining us somebody you certainly know, and you know his story, but you may not know all of it. And so we want to hear from him and give Ryan Shazier a chance to talk about what happened to him and what it was like coming back. Ryan, it is good to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Maybe I should say author Ryan Shazier. I mean, you've got a book that's coming out, Walking Miracle. Take us through the process of what it's like to have someone come up to you and say, hey, we think you ought to do a book. We think you ought to start putting this together and working with somebody and putting a book together. What's that like? It, it's a little crazy. I know growing up a few times, a few friends, a few friends of mine told me, hey, Ryan, I think you should. I think you should write a book. And just before I even got hurt. Right. And it's because I've been through a lot of adversity in my life and, mm-hmm. and being able to overcome it. And then after I got hurt and just seeing the progress that I was making and how I was recovering, I just talked to my agent and I, was, and I told him, I, I think it would be really important if I gave this story to people to show them that no matter what you're going through, you can overcome anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just with the right mindset and trusting in God. And uh, that's exactly why I wrote this book and I'm really excited about it. When you got hurt in Cincinnati, you were near the top, right? You yeah. were one of the best players in the game. You were one of the best players, you know, not only at your position, on your team in the NFL. To have that taken away, was that the hardest thing? Or was it the fear of saying, I don't know that I can walk. I don't know that I can be a dad. I don't know that I can be a... I mean, which was harder, losing the professional side or the personal side of just the challenge that things were different now? It's, it's a combination of both. I can't just say one thing is harder than another, but obviously losing losing uh, every losing everything can be can definitely be difficult, you know. Uh, uh, but also being at the top of your game and thinking you have you know ten more years to go, that's that's very difficult as well. But to me, it was more important about being there for my family, being there for my kids, and just being able to live life the way I wanted to live it. So it was a little bit more difficult for me just transitioning than actually getting, like, losing football. The emotions, if you had to put into a word, Cincinnati the the, the day after, was it anger? Was it fear? Was it terror? Was it – what was it? Uh, I have the perfect thing for the emotions. Uh, if you – have you ever went on the steel? Was it steel country or steel, steel curtain? curtain? Yeah. <laughs> you, you ever been on the steel curtain? You know exactly what my emotions were. You go up the ride, and then you think everything is good, and you get an immediate drop. You know, and then it's like now you're going all over the place, and that's kind of what you go through going through something like this. But one thing that's that helped me out a lot is just having really strong people around me and just being really positive in this situation. And I know everybody's like, Ryan's just saying positive, positive, positive. But my whole life, i kind of been a positive person, always glass half full type of person. And I might not get the results I want exactly, but a lot of times things went in my favor than going the other way because I just always try to, to see the best in things. So that's kind of the, the emotions I went through. I definitely had times where I was crying. I definitely had times 
when I was sad or upset or angry. But I had a lot of times where I was happy. I was fortunate and grateful because there's a lot of people that have these same injuries that never get to walk again. Some people, their injuries were worse than mine. Um, I know there's a lot of people that see my injury and millions of people see my injury. So it, it touched a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that, that don't get touched at all, that their injury doesn't touch people at all. And they don't, they get lost in the shuffle. So just, I was fortunate that I have the support and just the backing of, you know, the city of Pittsburgh, the Steelers, uh, so many people around the world just to support me and just wish me well. And, and uh, I'm a God-fearing person. And I feel like the more people that pray together, the the more, the, the, the bigger the dream, the bigger the prayer, the, the more it works. And, uh, and I feel like that's what was going in my favor. Ryan Shazier joining us here in the studio on the Rick Dayton Show today. Ryan, for some guys, getting down on a knee at the end of the game in a circle with the opposing team, that's just something you do after the game. For you, it was more than that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. At the end of the game, it was always more than that. Yeah, it was. It was always more than that because at the end of the day, we we play a very physical game. Uh, I feel like us and UFC fighters are like the closest thing to gladiators mm-hmm. uh, when you when you think of Roman times. So just to be able to go in there and kneel by your brother and just wish them, hey, good game. You beat me this time. I'm gonna get you back next time. But I'm just happy that we're all able to get out of here okay and all able to be able to all able to just go back home to our families and get to play another game. In the Roman times when the gladiators fight, there's only one person coming out of that arena, you know, and and that's not what you want to see. Obviously I understand sometimes you want the other guy to lose, but you never really want the other guy to be hurt. You never want because everybody has families, everybody has friends, everybody has sons, daughters. So you just want them to be able to take care of those people. When did you know how bad it was? It took me a while because I'm did like I said. Did you know in the stadium? Did you know right then? I knew I was hurt in the stadium. I just didn't know how bad it was because, like I said, I'm a very positive person. So I I just kept telling myself, "Oh, this is bad, but it's probably not as bad as I think. I'm I'm gonna get better. It's it's not it's not gonna take as long as I think." And then as I continue to go through the injury, I started to notice that hey, things are going a little bit slower than I want them to. Oh man, Ryan, you are really hurt. So it, it took me about a week or two to actually let it sink all the way in and understand. Like, hey, Ryan, you you're you're hurt pretty bad. Tell me about your rock. Tell me who was your rock through this thing. Yeah, my wife Michelle is definitely my rock. She's supposed to be sitting right here next to me right now, but she's she's busy. But uh, she's definitely my rock. I I stayed in the hospital for more than two months and. Literally every single night she was in a stretcher bed right next to me, and she could have went home every single night. Uh, I was blessed to have her. Um, her family and my family were both here for a long periods of time, and sometimes they had to rotate with her because she will be – She didn't want to leave, She did didn't want to leave the hospital. To have somebody like that that really cares for you, no matter what you're dealing with, is, is just amazing. And that's why I'm, I'm truly grateful to have her. You know, I know everybody say to death do his part and uh, through hard times, but it really showed me that Michelle was my rock and she would really be there for me no matter what we were going through. Because at that time, we weren't even married. We were, she was my fiance and she didn't have any attachments or anything. So it, it, you hadn't even said I do, right? Yeah, I haven't yeah. even said I do. So, yeah. you know, to be 25 years old and have to deal with somebody with a spinal cord injury for the rest of your life, that could be a hard, hard pill to swallow. And, you know, she, uh, she, she, she was like, "Hey, I, I, I told you that I'm gonna be here for you, and no matter what, I'm gonna be here for you." And that's exactly what she did, and I, I'm just truly thankful. 
I want to talk about the role that your faith played as well. We're going to do that after we check on traffic, but I also want to talk to you a little bit about getting ready for a book tour and doing a bunch of different things. It's going to mean some time and travel and things like that. Rick Dayton Show, back on the air with Ryan Shazier, and so great to have him here. The book is called Walking Miracle. Do you feel like a walking miracle? Do you feel like that describes who you are, what you've been through? I definitely feel like that describes what I've been through. To be able to go from not being able to walk at all to now being able to walk, being able to work out, being able to be around my kids and enjoy life, uh, I, I think it's definitely a miracle. Uh, I'm just truly thankful and, and blessed uh, God allowed me to overcome this and be a testimony for other people that are that are struggling and going through adversity. Ryan, people are going to say, well, how can you say that, that God helped me to overcome this? I mean, you got hurt. You lost everything. You can't play football anymore. That income stream's not the same. How can you say that, that God did this for you? I mean, did you ever feel that way? Did you ever yeah. question and doubt and wonder, why did this happen to Ryan Shazier? Yeah, you definitely have times where you doubt doubt God. I, I don't know any Christian or any believer that never doubted God. If, if you If you have... You're this. You're you're better than the disciples. You know. You, you know. So, um, and, and I feel like they're pretty close to God because they questioned too. <laughs> and they were with them, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, to me, I, I don't think there's anybody that never questioned God before. But at the end of the day, I think sometimes God has a purpose and a reason for why He does things. And for me, it was more about God's message and not my message. You know, my message. I wanted to play football until I was Tom Brady's age. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you don't get to do that at linebacker, but. I wanted to play football for seven. Like my goal was to play football for 17 years, make a lot of money, and you know have a house here and do this and do that and and help people along the way. But when you're when you're going through something physically, it's a lot different than you know uh, emotionally and and financially. And I think one thing that God allowed me to do is He's like, hey Ryan, you're able to relate with everybody when it comes to athletics. You know, you're a superior athlete. People looked up to you. You know, but now you're able to also relate with people that are going through really tough struggles, that are that have gone through the dirt and don't know how to find a way out. And I think that's one thing that God wanted me to be able to do is to be able to connect with so many different people because there's a lot of people that are able to connect with people, but it's it's hard to understand somebody when you're coming from a, whole, a totally different situation. Um, as as an NFL player, I could have you know gave to foundations I could have supported foundations but sometimes money isn't everything sometimes you know actually being in the in the moment and actually understanding the moment connects with people more and nowadays I can actually connect with people that have gone through a spinal cord injury I can tell people hey I understand this is a really tough struggle but you can overcome this you can get better you can walk again and I'm a proven testimony of that so, so do you feel like you're walking beside people rather than maybe leading from in front? I mean, a lot of football players are rah-rah guys. They're the first out of the tunnel, right? They're the first into the backfield. But walking beside somebody can be really powerful too. And that's what I hear you saying you're trying to do for some of these people. Yeah, I, I think walking beside people sometimes is more impactful than walking in front of them because sometimes a leader has to understand how to follow. And to me, uh, sometimes a leader has to understand and ask people to do things that they have to be willing to do themselves or they've done themselves. And it's a lot easier for me to say uh, from a, you know, a 30,000 point of view, Hey, walk to the right. But you know, if I'm right in the, if I'm right there next to somebody, I can look to my right and see, Hey, this, this wall is blocking it. You know? So now I think with me walking beside people, I can actually see the, see the passage that they're walking and 
tell them, hey, I, I went down this road before. That 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 door is closed. Try this one. Yeah. Or that door is open, but it may be a little bit harder. Or, you know, I'm not going to lie. This is hard. This is tough. This is something that everybody doesn't get through. But you have to have somebody that can tell tell you the truth and tell you exactly how things are. And I think that's one thing that God wanted me to present to people and uh, allow me to, to get get close to the people when it comes to that. Ryan Shazier with us here talking about his new book, which is Walking Miracle, and it's uh, set to release tomorrow. It, when you were playing football at Ohio State, and I don't, I'm not bringing up the Michigan game, I promise I'm not. <laughs> when you were playing at the Horseshoe, when you were playing for the Steelers, did you ever think Ryan Shazier, author, would be how you'd be introduced? I, I figured I'll be an author eventually. I don't, I don't <laughs> but it, I thought it was going to be more when uh, I know. When you were 40, not when you were 30, right? Yeah, I know people used to call me 5 a lot, but I was yeah. thinking uh, that's when my book was going to come out, not when I was uh, 30, yeah, you know, right, 29 right. years so old. So what's it mean to do, a, to do a book tour and things like that? What's tomorrow look like for you as the book comes down? What What's your schedule look like? Yeah, tomorrow's actually a pretty busy day, so I'm really excited. Uh, tomorrow morning I'm going to be on Good Morning America, which I'm really excited about and be able to tell the world about my book and just talk about my story. Um, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm been talking about my story a little bit more, and I'm, I'm I'm really happy that I'm able to share it to everybody in the world. Then I'm going to Columbus, Ohio. Been there before? <laughs> yeah, I've been there before. I've <laughs> been there a few times. And I have a book signing there. I'm doing a book signing at the Barnes & Nobles there on campus. And then I'm also doing a signing at a, a local Giant Eagle there. And then we're going to also uh, support the, the Ohio State basketball team tomorrow. Night. You're going to have a little fun. Who are they yeah. playing? Yeah, they're playing. They're playing Duke. So this is the this is a tricky thing. Wait a second. Comes... Could you possibly lose a Michigan Ohio State game, lose a Steeler Bengals game, then see your Buckeyes get? Big? Could you go zero for three? Yeah, so the so this is person I've so, ever met? so this is the why I say this is going to be tricky because my wife is a huge Duke fan. <laughs> And I'm a mini Duke fan, and but I just went to Ohio State. So if Ohio State's playing Duke, obviously I'm going for Ohio State. But if Duke win, I'm not going to be mad. You're, you know, you're, so. you're not going to be all that upset. Yeah. Hey, have you met Coach Krzyzewski? I, I met him in a very short and brief time. They played here in a big, you know, not a big team championship, I'm sorry, the NCAA championship yeah. in a game. And we were literally sitting right behind their bench. And I kind of like – said hi to him for a very brief time, but I didn't really get to talk to him like I would like to. Yeah. No, he's a he's a fascinating guy, and obviously his army and struggles and things like that that he has dealt with and the training that he went through working with Bobby Knight, you know, that was his coach and things like that and playing for him. I think that the two of you would, would really, really hit it off. So you've got book signing stuff. You've got all those sorts of things going on, still being a dad, being a husband, and that sort of stuff too. What brings you the most satisfaction? What makes you get up in the morning and put a smile on your face? So one thing that brings me satisfaction is is obviously my kids um, and my and my How family. Old? How old are so they? So I have a, a two year old and a seven year old. My seven year old name is Ryan Shazier the second. Um, he, he likes to call be called Ryan, and I like to call him RJ. So, um, then my my youngest son is named Lion Shazier, and uh, then my wife Michelle. Um, so. Yeah, they're they're definitely the they're definitely the three people that help me wake up every morning. And just maybe you want to get get up and get going, and you know they're the ones who help me, you know, push forward through all the you know business ventures I'm doing, all the the activities I'm doing, and and they're the ones who I dedicated this book to. They're they're the ones who constantly push me, and they're the ones who are beside me and just you know made me want to be where I am now. So uh, I, I just can't thank them enough. Well, we can't thank you because I know that people everywhere have drawn huge inspiration from 
the fact that, number one, you went through this, you came out on the other side, but the fact that you're willing to keep it real, that you're willing to say what happened, that you're willing to admit that sometimes it's hard, but that it's been worth it. And uh, it's just you have been an inspiration for so many people. So thank you for your willingness to talk about it. Thanks for writing about it. You don't know how you're going to touch people's lives. You don't know how you're going to bring people to the faith. I mean, it, it it is it's amazing what you have done. So thank you so much for that, Ryan. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm just really excited that this book is actually coming out at this time. I started it almost two and a half years ago before COVID. And I actually think this book is actually a perfect timing because the last 20 months, that our world has been going through uh, something crazy that we never experienced. Yeah. And so many people are going through adversity. So many people are going through tough times. And I feel like this book can resonate with everybody about just how to overcome those type of things. So just thank you so much. Anytime you want to come back, you, you can be my co-host every afternoon if you want. You can come in once a week, once a month, whatever you want. You've always got a spot, all right? All right, thank you so no, much. No, I'm serious. I would love to have you come back. And uh, before you know it, they're going to hire you and they're going to tell me to hit the road. Nah, your your voice sounds too good, and I say um too much. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say, my hair's better than yours. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a whole yeah. different story for another day, and I realize that's part <laughs> of what made you who you are. I mean, because those struggles as a kid, that also made you who you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and I talk about that in the book. Yeah. Um, I grew up with uh, scoliosis, and I grew up with alopecia, yep. and and to to people that might not sound bad, you know, like thirty year old, you're bald. You know, my brother was but bald. But not when you're a twelve year old kid. <laughs> yeah, but right. not when you're five years old. Right. A five year old, like most people see a five year old walking down the street, they automatically think the worst of yeah. like cancer and those type of things. So it's really difficult trying to overcome that. But I think it. I don't think I know it helped me become the person that I am, and it helped me understand that hey, everybody has a struggle, everybody has something that they're going through. But the thing is with me. Unfortunately, every time I struggle, everybody sees it. Yeah, <laughs> when okay. everybody else's struggle is kind of hidden. It's kind of private. God bless you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.